Hello and welcome to Search Security's Risk and Repeat podcast, episode one. I am Rob Wright, site editor of Search Security. I'm here with Peter Lotion, my colleague and co-site editor of uh, Search Security. Peter. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? Great. And you? I'm very excited to be here. I feel like this is going to be good for me. I feel like this is an opportunity for me to sit down and talk out some of my issues with cybersecurity, information security, and get some things off my chest just for the, uh, the listeners here. We decided to do a podcast here at Search Security where we could talk about some of the issues going on in the InfoSec industry from a media perspective. And the, the thrust of this podcast, uh, as the name may indicate, uh, risk and repeat, is looking at what is wrong with this industry? Uh, what is wrong with cybersecurity and information security in general? And just why we seem to be going through the same types of issues again and again and again, uh, and why companies are making the same mistakes, why vendors are, are, are doing the same sort of bad things and having the same type of vulnerabilities and uh, issues and why we're just not collectively doing a better job from a user perspective, uh, from a corporate perspective, from an, an education perspective, I mean, just across the board. And, uh, and this isn't, Peter, as you know, I do a lot of griping in the office. That's right. I, I do. I really do. And I figured this was an opportunity to maybe sit down and, and like I said, talk about some of these issues. And I don't know. I feel like, at the very least, this will help me like lower my blood pressure. Rob, this is going to be good for all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Thank you. So, and, and before we get into sort of the issues of the week, which again we're we're sort of highlighting, I, I, I don't want this to, to be all, you know, doom and gloom and and dirty laundry and things that are wrong with the infosec industry. This is going to be. There's going to be a lot of things that we're going to talk about, uh, I, the, but the general theme, the general thrust of, of this discussion, this show, is going to be, yeah, looking at, at why things aren't working, why things aren't better, why things aren't improving. On the whole, I mean, I know we're, we're getting good in some areas. Uh, we're, we're doing a lot of great things as an industry. And, certain sectors and certain types of technology and, and, and you know we're starting to move away from passwords we're, we're starting to do better with encryption you know, and all of these things are good but uh, Peter and I don't know if you would agree with me but I feel like there's a lot of issues out there there's a lot of problems there's a lot of faux pas there's a lot of uh, just bad practices well anyone who knows me will be surprised to hear me say Windows 10 is great. I, I'm really, I'm really getting uh, a lot of uh, uh, pleasure from being able to log in with just a, a pin and not a full password. Yeah, got to yeah. say that. I was a little, and you heard me complain about this the other day. I was a little dismayed uh, the other day upon start, uh, restarting my system on my 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 nice, expensive gaming PC the other day in my office, at home. I got a little alert that said. Oh, you're you're upgrading to Windows 10, and I agree to no such thing, sir. And, and it is just like an auto update. This is like, oh, you know what? We've asked you 20 million times over the past six months, and, and we're just going to force you to do it. But you know, hey, I am looking forward to some of the 
you know, invasive privacy measures and, and uh, things like that. I can't, I can't wait. Well, you got to choose your fights, Rob. <laughs> I guess I do. Uh, yeah, and before we begin, uh, just a, a couple of uh, uh, housekeeping items. I wanted to uh, thank Linda Corey and uh, Sarah Evans of the Tech Target team for helping us uh, think up the name. Sarah deserves special credit. She came up with the idea for Risk and Repeat after hearing my considerable belly aching in the brainstorming meeting uh, about, yeah, well, I'm sitting there going, oh, I just want to talk about everything that's wrong with the, the, the InfoSec industry and the way we're doing InfoSec. And they just keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And it's, it's bad. And it's just, and she said, well, how about risk and repeat? And I said, sold. But they really helped out a lot. And some of the other members of our, our group also who have done uh, podcasts, uh, other sites, uh, a special shout out to uh, Hit Squad. They uh, really came through with you know showing us the ropes of this stuff, which is great. Uh, and then I'm excited to sit down and just vent about the things that we're seeing from a, a journalism perspective. I, I, I should clarify, I'm a, I'm a tech reporter, right? I don't know the ins and outs of every bit of technology. Um, I'm, a, I'm a, a journalist. I cover this stuff. I know a little bit about it, but I'm not offering technical expertise. Now, Peter, on the other hand, Peter, not to brag, but you've written a couple books. You're pretty steeped in technology. I don't want to say you know everything about everything because, you know, Clearly, you know, but <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, you've um, you've you've been hands on with a lot of this stuff. You've you've written. I don't need to pump your tires. You can pump them yourself. Uh, They're pretty full already. Okay, so All right. that's fair can, enough. Let's um, let's get started. Let's get started. So the the first the first issue on our agenda this week is semantic. This was an interesting story, and um, Peter, if you remember, there was word that the uh, semantic, th there was some type of uh, bug or reveal that was going to be coming out, and I think that news kind of hit around Monday, Monday morning. There, you know, oh, there's going to be a, a, a incoming vulnerability bug uh, for semantic, and you know, word is could be pretty serious. Now, I don't know how you feel, but when I hear that, I go, eh. Well, Tavis Ormandy reported yes. it. Yes. And he did, I, I want to say that I saw it on a Twitter feed on the weekend. Yes. Where he gave a, a heads up. Heads up, that's right. Basically, uh, a very big heads up to, uh, to be on the lookout and be careful because it was going to be a big one. So I was not surprised that it was big, but I was surprised by just how ludicrous it was yeah and and so i'm cynical we we get notices about vulnerabilities and so on and so forth all the time and i i kind of whenever something gets played up as this big cataclysmic uh, uh bug or exploit or something i i just say you know I, i've heard this before and I, i'm not i'm not buying it just yet how I, and, and Ormandy has a good track record. I mean, he's found a lot of stuff. He, he's a researcher with Google Project Zero, and there's been a lot of uh, stuff that they've that they've revealed and, and disclosed. And it, it, yeah, but this, <laughs> um, like you said, Peter, this was this was a different animal. This was something that really caught me by surprise on a on a number of levels. And uh, I guess I can just go right into it. So. 
for those of you that don't know, uh, Google Project Zero disclosed a, a major vulnerability in Symantec's uh, antivirus products, uh, including Norton Antivirus. And they found several uh, remote code execution vulnerabilities in these products, but the, the real kicker was this, a very severe flaw in the core scanning engine used by most of these products. And this, this vulnerability, I mean, it, it was very, seemingly it was very easy to exploit and it required zero interaction from the user. It, just really dangerous, dangerous stuff. And I, I was kind of surprised, Peter, by, you know, Ormandy wrote that post about the reveal and he was, would you say he was very um, outspoken? Well, that's his style. Yes. That is his style. Yeah. Uh, he is outspoken and he doesn't miss words when he's finding fault with, with something. But yeah. this one, um, you want, do you want to lay it out? I, I, I will just read an excerpt of what he said uh, in his post. Uh, quote, because Semantic uses a filter driver to intercept all system I.O., just emailing a file to a victim or sending them a link is enough to exploit it. On Linux, Mac, and other Unix platforms, this results in a remote heap uh, overflow as root in the Semantic or Norton process. On Windows, and this is, you know, the, pay attention here. On Windows, this results in kernel memory corruption as the scan engine is loaded into the kernel parentheses, WTF, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, parentheses. Those are his words, uh, Ormandy's words, not mine. Although I would probably concur. And then he goes on to say this, this quote, this is as about as bad as it can possibly get. So this, this buffer overflow bug and series of vulnerabilities that were afflicting this flagship product. I mean, let's call it what it is, right? Mm -hmm. It is the, the semantic is known for antivirus. I know they're trying to move away from it. These are the flagship products of arguably the biggest uh, security vendors, certainly one of the biggest software security companies in the world, $6 million company, and they have this type of, of bug, this type of issue, this type of design flaw in this, in, in their product. I was flabbergasted. Well, just I just want to point out, yes, you can take advantage, you can exploit this by sending an email or a link to yes. somebody. You don't have that person doesn't have to open it. Yes. They just have to receive it. Yes, I, and I think boom, that's it. That's a great opportunity to read some of the choice uh, social media uh, commentary about this bug. So, infosec journalist uh, Patrick Gray had a really good one. That's I, I've seen in a lot of stories. It was in our story. We uh, embedded a tweet. He uh, tweeted, "Quote: Inspecting malicious code in the kernel. That's like." the bomb squad bring a suspicious package into a kindergarten to open it, end quote. I'd say that's a pretty apt description of what we're, of, what, of what's going on here. I mean, so again, I am not a, a technologist. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a PC guy, build my own PCs. I'm a hardware guy, you know that. Like I, I like building my own PCs, build my gaming PCs, I like talking graphics cards and you know, chips and, and memory and stuff like that. I'm not a software guy. I don't code. 
But even I know that inviting malicious code into the kernel of the, uh, to be scanned, you don't even know if it's, I mean, that sounds like an inherently bad idea. Peter, help me out. You're not wrong. <laughs> it does seem like a pretty bad idea based on the, the commentary that we've been seeing since this broke. Um, Have you ever heard of something like this happening? Like, uh, like uh, somebody employing disastrously bad operating procedures? Okay, well, when you put it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Fair um, enough. I mean, I mean, I've never heard of, of of an antivirus program or any security program saying, "Oh, to to do this, the, you, you know, we're going to take the scanning engine, we're going to we're going to take the scan, we're going to take the code, and we're going to put it here, in the holy grail of software where you're not supposed to go." Well, you're reminding me of last fall when we heard about was it last fall that Symantec. Uh, Somebody, there was a loose cannon in Symantec's oh, that's certificate right. authority. Yes. And um, they got caught uh, issuing bogus certs. Yeah. So um, in that case, some low-level employees got fired, so they, there was somebody that they could blame. I don't know who they're going to blame this time around. Well, I mean, that is a question. I, I, I want to uh, jump into that in just a second. But before we do, I think a couple more. Oh, sure. A couple more tweets. Yeah. These wanna... were good. Uh, one of my favorite follows on uh, uh, on Twitter, InfoSec Taylor Swift, uh, she wrote, uh, <laughs> uh, quote, this bleep is so bad, someone can crash slash infect you by just sending you an email. You don't even need to open it, dog, D-A-W-G, end quote. I mean, like you said, it's it's that easy to infect someone's system, So, uh, which is just, it's mind boggling. Um, InfoSec professional Rob Fuller writes, just happened to have an up-to-date semantic box lying around and I got to play with Tavis Ormandy's bug, hashtag facepalm, and he has a little picture of a blue screen of death. Uh, choice stuff there. Um, but th this is, uh, when you think about it, semantics antivirus software, again, the flagship product, Norton Antivirus, everybody knows it, it is, it is synonymous with antivirus, anti-malware. It was doing the exact opposite of its stated purpose of what and, people buy it for. And they're not newcomers to the no. market either. They've, Norton has been around for how long? A long time. I since, mean, since DOS was... Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking a, a company that's been around a long time that was on top of the security world for a long time. Uh, certainly security software. I don't understand how this happened. Uh, it seems strange to me. Like you said, somebody heads rolled for that certificate issue. I'm wondering, how did no one at Semantic on the product team internally, they knew that this, not, okay, so not the bug, right? The bug is a different thing. But that, that no one said, hey, Probably not a good idea to do our product this way, where it's it's because what do you hear about about antivirus programs all the time? I mean, they're they're a punchline now, but you used to hear, oh, they slow the system down. They're too embed, too ingrained, too too deeply connected with the sort of the processes of the 
of the underlying you know OS and and people just didn't want to create headaches, right? But to, to, to take that even further and to say, we're going to bring uh, the, the malicious code to be scanned in the kernel, like that is. Well, let, let me, uh, I've got another example. Yeah. From the news. This I is want, not, not a computer, not an infosec or a cyber oh. story, but. Okay, it's, I like this. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a, a, an analogy. Yes. Okay. Let, I think what you brought up, the performance, why would you do something in the kernel instead of in a, in a sandbox? Well, probably performance. And that reminded me of another story that still hasn't played out. Yes. Uh, Volkswagen. I, think I know where you're going. Yes. Volkswagen. Somebody had a great idea. Yeah. How can we make our diesel engines look like they're really high performance and environmentally high, safe? Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So uh, somebody then had another great idea of, well, let's make it, let's game it so that the sensors report, that the engine does what it's supposed to do when sure. it's on the road uh, and pollutes. And when it's being tested, it knows that it's being tested and it gives a different result. So clearly that's not the best way to sell the product, but they did pretty good for about what the 2009s I think were the first year oh, was that the first year I uh, yeah I mean they did pretty good until they got caught so they did great and they sold a lot of those cars yeah. they got a lot of good press and then uh, it hit the fan and, yeah. and now what's going to happen there's uh, we still don't know but but it was a question of performance and the and 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 people in the corporate sector who had goals and they wanted to meet those goals and well, that's how they did it. So maybe that was uh, something similar going on at Symantec. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe to your point, maybe they designed it this way purposefully to so as to not cause more headaches, not to, to not in, not uh, negatively impact performance more than it, it would have. There might have been a, a legit. I, I guess a legit product uh, uh, purpose for, for why they designed it to do the, designed it that way, not a legit infosec purpose. I mean, I, I want to be clear on that because uh, this is just this is again, I'm not a software guy, but this is just uh, eye popping, baffling. I don't, I'm apoplectic right now. So, uh, <laughs> so Peter. Uh -huh. Here's what I wanted to. Here's another thing I wanted to talk about in related uh, in relation to this story. Why? I, obviously, this this was big news when it happened, but I feel like it's petered out. I feel like it's, you know, like I, I, I'm not I'm not saying the Department of Justice needs to get involved here and and uh, whatever, but I, I just feel like this is this should be getting more attention. This is, uh, this is, again, the, one of the biggest InfoSec vendors, the, one of the biggest security software makers, synonymous with antivirus and, and security software. And to have something like this happen, I mean, I, I concur with, with, with Ormandy. This is about as bad as it gets. And if you can't trust a company this big and this, this entrenched uh, 
to do InfoSec right, well then, like what, what are we even doing here? Like what, what hope do we have? Talk me off the ledge, Peter. Talk me off the ledge. You can't. I, I don't think I can, but I can <laughs> give you, I can, I can, I can give you a, a, okay. a different viewpoint, which All is, right. we've got a lot of really huge, huge stories going on right now. Yes. They're huge. They're terrific. There's I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to reference that, but you know what I'm talking I know about. what you, I know. I know. We've got Going Dark. We've got Rule 41. Yes. We've got uh, yeah. Google just came out with a bunch of of announcements, yeah, I/O uh, conference, yeah, I/O conference. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, I mentioned going dark. Going dark is 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 huge. We've written a lot about that, and, that's and gonna, we're going to continue. That's going to be a big discussion. It, you, you and I are going to have a big discussion about that. Yes, we will. We're going to be locked in here all weekend talking about that. <laughs> Let me tell you. No, no. We order pizza. Uh, I, Chinese food. Uh, next week we'll okay. do it. Okay, we'll right. do it next week. Yeah, we're not going to do it now. Uh, I'm already uh, worked up enough about semantic <laughs> as it is, clearly. Yes, you need to calm down. Take, right, a, take a breath. Probably. Yeah, and I, you know, I had a big lunch, too, and I, I'm still <laughs> fired up. Uh, I thought that would calm me down a little, like sap some energy, but it hasn't. Yeah, I. so from a media perspective, I, I guess I was just, you know, we read a few of those tweets. Obviously, people talked about it, and it was in the news. A lot of the major tech publications, security publications covered it. And covered it well. I mean, I guess I'm. I'm just wondering where's the. Where's the where's the follow up, and what's going to happen now? Um, why why aren't we seeing uh, more attention on this? Why aren't people asking questions? Like, uh, we're asking questions here, obviously, but this. I, I thought we would see more security experts, software experts kind of come out and say, you know, sort of de demanding answers as to how a design, you know, choice like this was made and how no one knew that this was a bad idea in a company that big with that many people. And I, I mean, I have some ideas about, right? I've got some ideas. Would you like to hear them? Sure. You oh, look yeah, like let's you're, hear them. You're, let's hear them, Ralph. You're eagerly anticipating. You can't hear me nodding my head. No, 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 no yes, I know. You are uh, nodding. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're a nodder. That's fine. Right. But so this company has been in a lot of uh, turmoil over the last five plus years. Okay. Sure. I I, I think, and and I'll I'll describe the turmoil uh, briefly. Uh, it, they've they've been firing CEOs left and right over the last few years. They fired uh, in Enrique Salem gone in 2012 after bad earnings. Steve Bennett, gone two years later in 2014 after poor financial results. And now just last month, Mike Brown, gone after that. I think they missed uh, Q4 estimates. And th again, this is a company, you know, they're going through a lot of turmoil with the, Ver the Veritas split, um, you know, an acquisition that they made many years ago that looked like, I mean, everybody at the time was like, slam dunk, this is amazing. They're, it's gonna change the industry. Uh, and now you look back on it and you say, well, they never really brought the two together. But there's been a lot of changes that, uh, at that company over the years. And, you know, I, I know from covering it uh, a little bit over the last couple of years, they, they don't really have, they, they don't, they're trying to move off of AV. They're trying to move into new areas. They don't quite have it right. 
but but all the management changes and the talent loss and, and the restructuring and the redirection I mean maybe that's I suppose it's it's possible that all of that turmoil just distracted people and took their eye off of things and they just I, I don't know I I'm trying to convince myself that it's not working well uh, I think you have to look at the at the the way the antivirus business is, has changed too and sure. I mean is antivirus going to be around forever I really I hope we can do something different I hope not I mean again I know they're trying to, to move off of that I know other major uh, antivirus anti-malware companies are, are, are trying to move beyond AB but the thing that I don't understand is with all of the attention that's uh, being paid to mobile security I feel like endpoint security is coming back. It's like, it's back. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, but it was like bell bottoms a few years ago. No, <laughs> nobody wanted it. Everybody was punt punting on it. Nobody thought it was necessary to secure the endpoints. So like our, our laptops, you know, our, our nice Dell laptops, oh, if it gets infected, just replace. But if you get malware on it, if something infects the, uh, the system it's not going to get into the network and the network is really not what's important well yeah but now with the mobile devices and everything else and the connectivity to the to the cloud you, you do have to pay attention to endpoint security and there's a so it, it's just it's it's puzzling to me that it, the company that was so good or, or at least had built its business on a, i mean you could debate how good norton really was and how good semantic really was at doing antivirus uh, certainly, I'd, I'd say they're better than McAfee uh, was at that. McAfee, uh, you know, the, the the legend of McAfee issues with with uh, their AV program are you know uh, long and distinguished. But it's puzzling to me that they that they can't they they couldn't go from that market to you know better mobile security and better endpoint security. Not just I, I know they want to get away from antivirus, but it's just it's it's sad now i sound like donald trump sad um <laughs> well okay let me let me put it in another way yes um again you're not going to want to hear my comment about windows 10 no but with windows 10 and another plug for microsoft you go to the store at microsoft and you buy one of their laptop one of those laptops it doesn't come with all the crapware folded huge in. Yes. So, which is it is huge yeah and the fact is if Microsoft is going to fold in the security for the endpoint into the endpoint into their operating system it's we're going to see the antivirus vendors go the same way as the vendors of P TCP IP stacks who were th it was a thriving business there were a dozen different companies that were selling TCP IP stacks mm. right up until about the time that Windows uh, 95 came out where they had the stack built into the operating system at which point you don't really need to buy another stack unless you're doing something really really special and then it got to the point where you just don't buy another stack to go on top of your OS yes and Microsoft's uh, security efforts on Windows 10 seem to be I mean so far I haven't had 
too many problems with Windows 10. I have had problems with Windows 7 that we have in our. our oh, don't Windows. say anything about it. I like Windows. I know you you like Windows, Windows 7 also. Yes, I know you well, like whatever, it. But right. go ahead. But that's the the point is that once uh, once they stop making buggies, it kind of uh, there's not a much of a demand for buggy whips. You're going old school. I like that. So yeah, okay. you may not remember that. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It was before my time. But no, I I, I hear what you're saying. That, that is a good point. I mean, I think you know, last point about semantic and the AV vendors. I think somebody's got to start doing something about mobile uh, platforms. I know that you know we just saw this week with Android. Uh, some of the stuff that they're doing, um, but I just feel like that's a that's a real untapped area, and it's hard to do because you don't want another antivirus type application on a mobile OS with that footprint and that type of yeah. It's, I but there's got to be a way to do it better. Well, I'll I'll tell you, mobile scares me. I it's gotten to the point where I I try only to use my phone to make phone calls. Really? Yeah. Is that true? No, but. <laughs> But it is true that I try not to click on anything. Well, that's everybody. I mean, so, so that's it. That's our, our first episode in the books. I uh, want to thank everyone for listening or checking us out. Uh, Peter, thanks for your time. This is a good conversation. I feel I do feel like this this helped me get some stuff off my my chest and, and it probably lowered my blood pressure. Maybe. Yeah, you no. look a little bit less. Uh, yeah, a little less steam coming out of the. Okay. Right, maybe guess. maybe maybe we can t- we can take a sort of uh, measurements. Yeah, we can science it up. We can science it up. Test Rob's blood pressure as he's doing the podcast before, during, and after. Before, yeah, even yeah. better. Uh, but yes, thanks for listening. Uh, this is uh, Rob Wright, uh, Search Security Site Editor, and Peter Lotion, Search Security Site Editor. Yes. Uh, the dynamic duo uh, (laughs) and this is risk and repeat and hopefully we'll have better news next week thanks for listening